Hello, and welcome to Solo, a one-person podcast. How are we feeling about that theme song? Thumbs up, thumbs down, little 90s throwback, little Queen Latifah, but like the good kind of 90s throwback, not like, hey, let's do another season of Coach, a show that no one liked watching in the first place. Uh, Once again, welcome to Solo, a one-person podcast. My name is Ro. You may be wondering... Why one person podcast as opposed to one woman podcast? And I'm here to tell you, it's 2015. We're gender free, baby. (laughs) We do not discriminate or distinguish. You know, we're we're like Generation Z, which, um, according to the New York Times, is like what the the new the new next generation is. Which everyone wants to be like because everyone hates millennials now or something. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, we're uh, we we don't distinguish. We're we're gender free. We're gender neutral. We're gender whatever. We're gender what? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want uh, didn't want to alienate all the potential male viewers I might have out there. Um, and also didn't want to alienate the bros who might be looking at this podcast like, oh, a one-woman podcast? No thanks. Eh. Because I'm sure I'm going to have so many bro listeners. Uh, (laughs) Okay, you can tell um, that I'm new at this. Um, But we will learn together. Alone. Alone. Together. Alone. Uh, yeah, so you're probably wondering what is this podcast actually going to be about. Um, uh, I've been, uh, single for a very, very long time. I spend a lot of time, I, I spend a lot of my time alone. I work from home. Uh, I go to a lot of shit solo. (laughs) Some of it by choice, some of it not always by choice, and it just felt like there wasn't really anything out there that kind of talked about, um, being single, being alone, um, you know, solitude, all of that good stuff, um, you know, not dating, not being in relationships, like whether you, um, you love it, you embrace it, you hate it, you're like crying on the bathroom floor because you feel like no one will ever love you. You know, this, this is a podcast for, it's the whole spectrum (laughs) is what we're going to be. Um, so wherever you are on that spectrum, um, I'm here for you. Maybe you just, uh, like me, you know, you listen to podcasts because, you know, you, you, you work by yourself and you just want, you know, a nice, a nice, calm, soothing voice, um, talking to you while you work, 
that's probably <laughs> clearly that's not that's not that's not my real voice. Um, if you want that voice, check out uh, Fresh Air with Terry Gross. I heard I heard on NPR. It's 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 pretty good. It's pretty it's pretty decent. It's not gonna be as good as this podcast, but um, it's up there. <laughs> it's definitely up there. Um, yes, uh, sorry if I laugh a lot, uh, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's a knee-jerk reaction, maybe thumbs up, thumbs down, maybe that can be our first, um, uh, our first, uh, poll, I guess, are we gonna have, are we gonna have solo polls? I just made that up, but maybe, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down, maybe, maybe that'll be a thing, um, but anyway, uh, let's get started. Um, uh, so I wanted to start this off. It's you know it's been an interesting week for the solo single life. Yes, that's me taking a sip of tea. I tried to do this um, without any water, and then I felt myself running out of breath and being like, oh, 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 oh my god, I can't make it to the end of the podcast. Oh my god, how many more miles? So you're going to have to just handle a little a little slurp of the tea, okay? All right. I'm doing this podcast all by myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> In case that wasn't clear. Because <laughs> I, like Beyonce, am an independent woman who also has had the same boyfriend since she was 19, but secretly or something. I don't know what I don't know how how old she was when she started dating Jay Z, but she was pretty young. So when she was like writing that independent woman song, um, she wasn't actually. Um, I will. I guess maybe in her mind she was an independent woman, but she she had her side piece, and his name was Jay Z. Anyway, okay. So this comes. So I found this article today. This is from the New York Times Modern Love series. Um, if you're not familiar with it, basically every Sunday they publish a Modern Love piece, and it's an essay that's written by someone, you know, just a contributor who, uh, and it's always it's it's always about love, dating, relationships, romance. Uh, sometimes it's about being single and being alone. It's very rare um, that they publish pieces like specifically about singlehood and soloing. I'm just making up words off the top of my head now. (laughs) At this point, you can tell. Uh, Anyway, so this piece caught my eye. Um, So I'm going to read a little bit of it, uh, and then we'll discuss. Uh, So this is called, this is from Tim Kreter. He's a cartoonist. He's an essayist. He's fairly well known. Um, He's written some other popular essays before. Um, But this one is called Quirky Alone is Still Alone. And forgive me, I'm going to take a little bit more tea so that I can get through reading this and do my best, Terry Gross. Okay. Lately, I've been having a lot of conversations with friends who find themselves still single in their 30s and 40s and are starting to worry that it's not those swinish men slash crazy women or New York City's cruelly Darwinian dating scene or bad luck. It's just them. 
I keep giving myself to people, and they don't seem to want me, one of my friends said after her last breakup. Another, crying at her dining room table because she hadn't had a real relationship in years, said, I must be doing something wrong. My friend Jasmine, who has been engaged to two men and married to a third, describes herself as perennially single. I was single even when I was married, she says, like I'm a smoker even when I quit smoking. Okay, so let's hold up. Jasmine, you're not perennially single. <laughs> like, you might be single now. Uh, you might relate to being single more than, like, being in a happy relationship. But if you've been married uh, at least once and engaged twice, perennially single, it's just not accurate, okay? Let's... It's about the facts, okay? Do not, do not join, you cannot join this club. <laughs> you can't join the perennially single club um, if you've been engaged twice and married a third time. Some people might even say you're lucky. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to judge Jasmine too hard. Um, just pointing out, perennially single is just, it's a little hyperbolic. Okay, anyway, let's move on. We marvel, Creator says, uh, we marvel at how most people, including many who seem less dateable than us, successfully manage this simple trick, maintaining relationships, that we can't seem to pull off. It's like my incomprehension and awe at watching others file their taxes on time. It would be easy for a glib arm armchair analyst to conclude that although these people think they want to be in lasting relationships, on some level they really don't or else they would be by now. They're all lovely, intelligent, and ambitious. Even in New York City's dating pool, they are catches. But when it's you, trapped in the labyrinth of your own intractable patterns, it feels much more involuntary. Uh, and then he goes on. Singlehood is now being celebrated as a legitimate lifestyle. We're called proud singles or quirky ones. This phenomenon seems to be confined exclusively to magazine articles. I have observed few specimens in the wild. Most of the single people I know are looking for someone. In general, human beings seem to be happier in relationships. Or maybe happy isn't the right word. My wife has been the single largest source of pain and frustration in my life, one correspondent said. But she has also been my largest source of joy and blessing. You could make the argument that, because his wife increases both pain and joy in equal measure, these things cancel each other out, and he and I come out even. But we all know this isn't true. His life is both more difficult and more enjoyable, more complex, deeper, and why not just say it, better than mine. There's a whole universe of stories to be told from inside of lasting relationships and marriages, but that universe is inaccessible to me. These couples holding hands on the sidewalk or lazing in the park on a, Sunday after, on a Saturday afternoon, complacent as livestock, seem oblivious to their own happiness. This is an illusion, I know. As one 12-step added states, don't compare your insides to other people's outsides. Years ago, when I was having an addictive and doomed affair, my lover and I would be in a restaurant clinking glasses, slurping oysters, shamelessly making out in public, and when we caught people looking at us, we'd say to each other fondly, look, they think we're happy. Alright, and then he continues on, and he talks about uh, a woman that he met, he had a crush on her for a long time, didn't think she was interested in him, then it turned out that she was, but she, so they, you know, had this passionate affair, 
but she didn't, she didn't want them to, they had mutual friends and she didn't want anyone to know. She was like, don't tell Sally. Don't you dare say anything to Jane. Like he was like some cretin who she didn't want to like be seen walking down the street with. Uh, and she just, you know, uh, acted like it was, it was doomed. It was a fling. It will never work. Blah, 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 blah. But he, you know, uh, got the hots for her anyway. Okay, so he concludes by saying, It's a relief just to know that my brain can still do this, that it hasn't lost the chemical capacity. I had secretly started to fear that it had been drained of dopamine by age or depression. It was amazing to see a familiar, funny face transfigured into something radiant, to sit side by side on the floor, like kids after school reading her grade school journals together, to lie curled in bed watching heat lightning flicker through the window, to find love and sex improbably intertwined. It was as miraculous and fleeting as the fusion of some exotic, unstable element that can only exist for an instant. But at least now I know it's theoretically possible. It gave me hope for all of us, all we lonely ones and the outside looking in. It was so nice just to walk hand in hand with someone out in a spring morning in New York, like any other couple on the street, feeling for once as if I were allowed to belong <laughs> feeling for once as if I were allowed to belong in the world. All right, so I highly recommend that you read the whole essay. It's great. It's very well written. But the part that first first stuck out to me was this word quirky alones, which I'd never heard of before. Um, so I was like, what is that? <laughs> you know? First of all, it's a dumb word, right? Like, doesn't it just make you feel like squeamish just by um just saying it? You're just like, oh like, oh, just makes you just makes me like want to vomit a little every time I say it. But I looked it up, and apparently the, it's a uh, movement, and I say that in quotes <laughs> because I know I've, I've been single for a long time. I've pretty much read every article about being single, being alone, dating, love, relationships on the internet uh, for the last few years, and this word has never, I've never heard anyone say this word, describe themselves that way. So maybe this is, maybe this is a one woman movement because it apparently originated by this, uh, writer, Sasha Kagan. Um, so she wrote a book called Quirky Alones or Quirky Alone and, uh, came out in 04. And I guess at this time she was 25. So I'll tell you what her definition of quirky alone is. Okay. Um, or wait, she wasn't 25 when she wrote the book. She was, uh, she was like almost 30 or something. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? Uh, some quirky alone is not a real thing. All right. Uh, according to this Guardian article, it talks about her. A quirky alone is someone who prefers to wait for the right person to come along rather than dating indiscriminately. He or she has come to appreciate singledom as a natural state, a way to live a fulfilling life. Quirky alones are not anti-love and certainly not anti-sex, merely anti-dull relationships. They would rather spend time hanging out with friends, people with whom they have a real rapport, than endure a bad date. <sighs> So <laughs> that pretty much sums up it sums it up in the in a nutshell. And if you're one and if you still don't understand the quirky alone concept, and if you're wondering if you yourself are a quirky alone, um, she has a quiz on her website. Uh, 
So you don't you don't need to do the guesswork on this. You don't need to analyze, you know, if you hate, you know, if you're one of those people, you know, who um would who doesn't want to endure a bad date, which is everyone, right? Like who wants to go on a bad date? Who's like you know what, I want to go on a bunch of horrible bad dates because doing so, I might end up with the person that I'm meant to be with. Like, who thinks like that? (laughs) So is there a difference between people who, like, actively don't want to go on bad dates and people who go on dates who, and then they end up being really bad? Is there, is that a difference? I don't, (laughs) I don't know. But anyway... Sorry, had 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 to do tea time. Um, there's a quiz to find out if you're a quirky alone, and I already took the quiz, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take it again, uh, and we can we can play along together. Okay. Uh, okay. Are you a quirky alone? Most of us know upon hearing those four syllables jumbled together. That is me. Some may not be sure. This personality test is designed to help you determine whether you are quirky, alone, quirky, alone, or maybe even normal. (laughs) So maybe think about which one you might be right now. Quirky, alone, quirky, alone, or maybe even normal. Which one do you think you are before taking this quiz? This is this is, this is hard work. This is tough. Um, okay, question number one: Do you like walking alone at night? Okay. A. Yes, I'm fascinated by the interactions between strangers that play out before me. B. In fact, I do like to walk alone and look at the moon and the way the snow slash rain glitters. C. I think of walking alone in utilitarian terms. It's a matter of getting from point A to point B. D. Long walks alone at night do not appeal to me. They seem dangerous and or boring. Okay. Um, I mean, what this has anything to do with, like, being single or not single or wanting a partner or not wanting a partner or enjoying being alone versus not, like, being alone. I don't know what... (laughs) I don't know what this is... Unless there's, like, some really, like, deep psychological analysis into this that I am not... And I'm just reading on the surface. But I would go with, I like to walk alone and look at the moon and the way the snow slash rain glitters. Because, uh, I, you know, I, I, I would do that. You know, I guess that's, I like, I guess I like to walk alone in nature. So, okay. All right, question number two. Has anyone ever called you quirky? A, yes, people often do. B, once or twice. C, no. Okay. No one wants to be called quirky. Like, Zoe Deschanel herself hates being called quirky. Like, I don't know a single person who's embraced the word quirky. And I'm going to say yes, people often do, because I do get called quirky. Like, you know, it happens. It's kind. Of, it's also like a filler word when you don't know. It's, you know, you don't know the other synonyms to describe someone who has, like, a funny you know, kind of, like, slightly offbeat personality who might be a little spunky, who's kind of maybe into some girly things, you know, um, I mean, do I own a pink ukulele? 
Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> do I identify with Quirky? Not necessarily. It's also, quirky is pretty much exclusively a term used to describe women. It's very rare that men are described as quirky. So there's some gendering happening in that word too as well. But uh, I guess if, you, in order to be, I guess this is a very important question, if people call you quirky, if you can be in the quirky alone club. Okay. Number three. It's a very short quiz, so bear with me. Uh, which do you have more of, numerically speaking? Past boys slash girlfriends, current amigos. So that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, current friends. Did you go to your senior prom? Yes, I went with a date. Yes, I went along with friends. No, no prom for me. I mean, I don't feel like your high school popularity should really factor in to, like, your quirky alone status, you know, because you could have been someone who didn't go to prom, who didn't have a date, who didn't have any friends, and then went to college and just rocked that shit, you know, and was, like, Mr. Popular, Miss Popular, gender whatever popular, <laughs> you know, so I don't, I don't, I, I'm, this is, this is an unfair question, judging whether someone went to prom or not based on, you know, their romantic life as an adult. But I gotta say, the answer is no. No prom for me. I did not go to my prom. Okay. How often do you pursue extracurricular activities outside of work? All right. A, I write, draw, organize, throw pottery, sing, or cycle a few times a week. C, I take classes every so often. Uh, or Sorry, that was B. And then C, not so much these days. Um, I mean, this is, this question is, could really just be like, are you a cool, interesting person? Because <laughs> if you do stuff outside of work, yeah, you're cool and interesting. If you just come home and just watch Netflix all the, all the time, uh, you're not. So again, and also people who are in long-term committed relationships, uh, also write, draw, organize, throw pottery, sing, or cycle a few times a week, alone or with their partner. So I don't know what this has to do with anything, but for me, that the first answer is obviously the right one. <laughs> okay. Uh, what kind of movie would you most like to see? Romantic comedy, indie movie about a fucked up family, action thriller. This was the hardest question on the quiz for me. Because <laughs> initially my answer was romantic comedy. And then I thought, but in my teens and in college, I loved indie movies about fucked up families. Like, I've never, I mean, she just described a genre of film that I was exclusively watched, but I didn't have a word for it. And now I do. So when people are like, what kind of movies did you like when you were a teenager? I could be like, I watched indie movies about fucked up families. That was my jam. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm like, if I'm going to the movie theaters, do I want to watch people depressed and like, you know, remember my adolescence and like just relive all that emotionally? Or do I just want to see a romantic comedy and, like, live in the fantasy for, like, 90 minutes? So I picked number six. Or, sorry, I picked a romantic comedy. Okay. What's your chosen family? Friends, significant other, pets. Okay, this is just... I love how 
<laughs> one of the answers <laughs> is not family. <laughs> like you can't, you can't just be like, what's your chosen family? My family. You have to choose something else. I'm going to choose friends. Okay. Would you rather be lonely alone or lonely together? I mean, either way, you're lonely, right? Like, you, I mean, being lonely sucks, um, but it's a very normal feeling. We all feel lonely at times, no matter what our relationship status is. Um, so, it's almost like, do you take out the both lonelies, and then you say, would you rather be alone or with someone? If you're lonely no matter what? Or is it like... Or, or is she saying, like, would you rather be, like, single and feeling that loneliness versus being in a relationship and feeling like you can't connect to the person anymore, but, you know, you're, you know, you're not able to date other people or, you know, you're kind of struggling together. I don't even, I don't know what she means. Okay. Um, this is a really not unspecific question. Okay, I, initially I put lonely alone, um, I'm, I'm still gonna put lonely alone only because I've experienced that, and so I think I'm better able to, better able to, uh, like, manage those emotions. Like, if I'm feeling lonely by myself, there are things that I do to make me feel less lonely that I've learned over time. Um, you know, so it's not as scary of a feeling. I just have to remind myself that this is normal and that I'm not going to always feel okay with being single, being alone, all that stuff. So, all right, I'm choosing lonely alone. Okay. Would you rather have a predictable vibrator or an inconsistent partner? If you're a man, assume you are a woman. I mean, men can like enjoy vibrators too, you know? Uh, hello, gender, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, vibrators are a woman's best friend. Vibrator, please. Inconsistent partner. I prefer the human touch, even if he or she is not that dexterous. Uh, I mean, you can have an orgasm without a vibrator. So, I'm, I, I get what she's saying here. I mean, I, I chose inconsistent partner because, I mean, get it while you can, girlfriend. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Even if it's only once in a while, take advantage of that human touch. Your hand will always be there. Okay. Have you ever gone to a movie alone? Never. No, but I would try. A few times, more than a few times. I go to movies alone all the time. I don't think it's that a big deal. Uh, honestly, like, you know, sometimes you just, there's a movie that you want to see that other people don't want to see. I have a work from home freelance schedule. Like I work on the weekends, they work at night. And sometimes it's, it's hard for me to coordinate going to the movies with someone. So for me, the movies is like a fun, it's kind of like a break from work to just go see something, you know, um, and I don't, you know, I don't, it's also just like, you're just sitting there. Like, you're not talking with people. It's not like a community, communal as atmosphere. Like, it's totally fine to go to the movies alone. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of the same as like watching a movie by yourself in your room on Netflix. 
Like, except when you go to the theater, you know, the screen's bigger, you get that nice, like, movie theater popcorn. A lot of movie theaters serve alcohol now, so that's, that's all good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why people think that going to the movies alone means, like, that you are doomed to never date anyone ever. (laughs) It'd just be solo forever and ever. Okay. What's the longest you've gone without a significant other? One to three months, four to eight months, eight months to two years, two years plus. Uh, two years plus. Two years and two years and two years and two years for me. Okay. When you go to a bar to meet somebody, whom are you looking for? A nice person to talk to. Your next boy slash girlfriend. A certain feeling of possibility. Well, see, now she gets in on the gender whatever trend because it's like, boy slash girlfriend, like a, like a he slash she. She probably wasn't intending to, <laughs> to um, word it that way, but I'm like, okay, all right, now, now, now we're getting with the times. All right. Um, I'm like, uh, I guess I, she's saying like, oh, you're going out and you're hoping that you're going to meet someone. So like, what, what are your expectations? I mean, I'm, I'm a writer, you know, I like a little romance, a certain feeling of possibility, like, okay. All right. On the way to work, you spot a perfect J. Crew couple, holy hands. Um, so I'm assuming (laughs) you know that this couple is wearing J. Crew because you're, you're so familiar with the J. Crew brand because you study the catalog, you have like it bookmarked, the website bookmarked you know, on your browser, and you look at these people, and you're like, oh, they are, they're wearing J. Crew. I know it. (laughs) And they're holding hands. What do you feel? Nothing. That's nice. It must be so easy for you. I don't know. When I first took this, I thought, like, my, like, deepest, darkest cynicism was, it must be so easy for you. It was just like, ugh. But I also feel like, don't you also think that, like, because we're always bombarded by those images, especially in advertising, of, like, two beautiful white people supposed to be in love, they're perfectly dressed, it's just like, oh, isn't love grand? And it just feels really artificial. It just doesn't, I don't think even for people who are in serious relationships, I don't necessarily think that they look at those couples or those images and are like, oh, like, that's what it's really like. Like, that's, I totally relate to that, you know? So I'm going to go, I'm going to go dark. I'm going to say it must be so easy for you. Okay. All right. Submit. All right. Oh, I think I got the same. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Your score was 114. I have no idea what that means. You're very quirky alone. Relatives may give you quizzical looks, and so may friends, but you know in your heart of hearts that you are following your inner voice. Though you may not be romancing a single person, you are romancing the world. Celebrate your freedom on National Quirky Alone Day, February 14th. Okay. (laughs) Well, I think this proves that I am totally, uh, I I do have the certification and experience to, uh, have, you know, to, to be the host? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Okay. To be the host of the solo 
one-person podcast. I think that this proves it. But does this prove that I'm a quirky alone? Uh, not so much. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I just took everyone through that really stupid quiz uh, that didn't really mean anything. So maybe I'm actually not very qualified to lead the solo podcast because it just kind of proves that like this is not... I don't know. The more research I did about this author who started the Quirky Alone movement, the more I realized, like, she had a lot of articles written about her, but anytime they quote a Quirky Alone person, they're quoting her. Like, I've never met anyone who's described themselves in this way. Even online, you know, I just don't see any articles that are like, oh, like, I'm a Quirky Alone and I embrace it, blah, 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 blah. It just sounds like, uh, what is it? I don't, ugh, ugh, doesn't it just, this is like the worst. <laughs> well, this Tim Creator guy, he's, I guess he's calling himself a quirky alone. Uh, and I guess the point is to, like, acknowledge that you're different from other people, that you might not have a lot of relationships, you might not date that much, your love life, romantic life, sex life, just might not be a big part of, you know, your daily life overall, and that that's okay, that doesn't mean that you're still not a romantic person, that you still don't want that, but that's not important to you, but if that's just not a part of your, your daily world, you know, that's fine. But then it seems like by saying that you're quirky alone, it almost just feels like you're, you're trying too hard. Like, like you're almost saying like, Hey, I, I don't know. This is, this is the this is the rough part of the podcast where you got to put your thoughts together and not have any dead space. Um, but yeah, it just, it almost seems, it almost makes me feel more lonely by reading about this quirky alone stuff. It's almost like saying, Hey, um, I couldn't find anyone who wanted to be with me. <laughs> so instead I'm going to, it's, you know, and, and I don't like the stigma of being single, so instead I'm going to try and prove to everyone else that, like, this is a thing, and this is cool, and this is what you should want to be doing, and, like, yeah, like, I'm not a pathetic single person, I'm a quirky alone. Okay, I'm officially not going to say that phrase anymore. <laughs> but I just noticed a lot of, uh, it's, I don't know, I feel like as a single person you have to, you're always sort of like arguing your position. Or if you talk about, you mention that you're single and then people, people either give you like really terrible advice or they say something like, you just got to get out there, which doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Um, and it's just, normally that's like an old person who <laughs> maybe just thinks that like young people spend too much time in their apartments and you just gotta leave your apartment. <laughs> I would love it if like just got like the phrase like, just gotta get out there just meant that like in order to find like your partner, someone to date, uh, the love of your life, whatever, 
like, literally just meant, like, get out there. Like, go outside. <laughs> and they will be there. <laughs> because someone else told them, you just gotta get out there. So you both just got out there. You got your coat on. You got your shoes on. You went outside. And bam! <laughs> Romantic magic right there. Um, that's all it took. You just, and then, you know, you're getting married and people are like, how, how, how did you guys meet? And you can just say, we just got out there. We just got out. We just got out there. That's what we did. <laughs> that was, that was all it took. We just, we got it. We got out there. Yeah, we got out there. High five. We got out there. Woo. Woo. Let's all just get out there. Just go. Just get out. Just get out there. Just go. Anyway. But yeah, you know, you've always, if you're single or you're, you've been alone or even that's your choice, you always feel you're, like you're defending yourself. And then so you want to make, you don't want to be like pathetic single person and you want to make what you're doing seem cool. So then you have to like attach a word to it or something because like in our society being like, oh, I'm single you know, it's a scene as, it's, there is this, like, tinge of, uh, I don't, it, maybe, like, you might, it's just, it does, it's not always a positive word. People aren't like, I'm single, yeah, which is kind of why I like the word solo, because I feel like it is cooler, it's like, you're like, what are you doing? I'm solo, oh, that's cool, uh, or you're like, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm just gonna, like, Hang out, but I'm, but I'm like, um, in my apartment solo, you know. Oh, you going to that party? Yeah, I'm going solo. You know, you, you can make that cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe not cool. Maybe people are like, oh my god, Ro, you are being such a dork. Like, stop trying to make solo happen. It's not gonna happen. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna take a little break. Uh, and we're gonna play. You know, I do like, okay, I'm not an expert at the podcast intro, outro, the music, but break, breaks are good. I've been talking for a long time. Okay. Alright. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. Enjoy this, enjoy this little interlude. Just make 
Okay, and we're back. That's probably too long of a song intro. I'm sorry, I didn't know there was that whole, like, Magnolia dialogue from... Remember that? Remember Magnolia? I feel like at the time it was supposed to be this, like, great cinematic work. But if you watched it today, you'd just be like, oh, that's, that's a lot of Bible references. <laughs> you know? You'd just be like, oh, okay, the frogs. I remember that part. Anyway. Um, yeah, so let's let's wrap up. Um, how are we feeling this week? Are we feeling lonely? Are we feeling solo? What, what? Woo, woo. Yeah. Being single is awesome. Uh, are we crying? <laughs> Who's crying? Please, please, please message me if you're crying. <laughs> because it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry about being single. It may, yes, you may feel pathetic. Um, it's not accepted in our culture. You're just supposed to be like, get over it and not care and like, just get out there. But it's, you know, we all cry sometimes. Sometimes, you know, if you're a, a female, um, I know I'm going back to gender. I'm sorry. Had to go there. I had to go. I had to go. I had to go there for a second. Okay. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> As a female, Sometimes it's just your hormones, and you gotta cry about something, so I might as well cry about being single. Are you crying because I said the word quirky alone way too many times, and you just can't handle it, and you've already turned off this podcast? I'm sorry. I will never say that word again. Uh, I, well, I might say it again to make fun of it, but... <laughs> it's not a movement. It's not... Don't worry, don't... You don't have to be like, oh, like... Where are these where are these people? Like why can't I hang out with them? They don't exist. Trust me. I've been I've been around a long time. I've been solo for a long time. And there's no such thing as being a quirky alone. There's just alone. There's lonely, there's single, there's solo. There's being cat lady. I could just, you know, I could go on and on. There's being a man, stud, bachelor, bachelorette. Oh, so many, so many fun words, right? Now you can tell that I'm a writer because I'm just talking about synonyms and getting, like, turned on by them. Uh, <laughs> turned on in my mind, okay? This is not a dirty podcast. It's not. Trust me. You could you could listen to this with your kids. Why your 10-year-old would be interested in a um, woman who's almost 30 talking about, like how no one wants to date her. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that would be appealing to your uh, offspring. I don't know, but, you know, um, you know, oh, all are welcome. All are welcome. All right, so uh, I don't, I don't, I didn't have this planned very well, and I apologize. I might just have to edit this part out, because now i got to learn how to edit these things. Uh, so let's end on... Uh, 
I want to have like solo shout out every week. So every week we're going to shout out a solo person just for, you know, um, not giving up on love, not giving up on what they want, um, or also for giving up on love and giving up on romantic relationships and being like, hey, like, I'm going to do something else with my life. Like, you know, I tried, I was married, I'm, you know, I'm now divorced, I, you know, I had relationships, they didn't work out, I dated, blah, 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 and now I just, I'm, you know, it's not that interesting to me, I, you know, I want to do other things with my life. Or maybe, like I said, you're someone who's like, actually, I really want to fall in love, and I really want a relationship, and... I don't want to be solo forever. Like, I'm okay with it right now, but it's not ultimately what I want. So, you know, wherever you're at, like, you should be celebrated, right? Um, so, our solo of the week is going to be Tim Creter. Timmy. Tim, Tim K. Tim, Tim, Timmy, Timmy Creed. The Creedster. Uh... <laughs> First of all, I apologize for trying to turn your name into, like, something an 8th grader would say. Um, and secondly, you know, you get uh, the solo shout-out this week because, you know, you, um, uh, you wrote a great, great article about being alone and never, you know, and seeing those people in the park who seem like they're in love and knowing, you know, part of you knows that it's not real and that it's just a J. Crew ad, but at the same time, uh, you want that, and you're wondering what that's like, and you're wondering if, if you had that, would your life be better? Would you be happier? Are you really missing out? And so you made us question. You made us think about that this week, and you made us question that idea. So, solo shout-out to you, Tim Creter. All right. Uh, thanks for going on this solo journey with me. Uh, hopefully, I didn't uh, bore you too much. Uh, hopefully, this was, was it good for you. Uh, not, no, I can't say that, because that's like... That's what Mark Maron says, and that's his thing. And I can't, I can't also be like, how you doing? That's Wendy Williams' saying. So, uh, all right, next week... Ro will come up with her own, like, solo ending. Um, but for now, <laughs> have a good week. Uh, and just, you know, remember that um, when in doubt, there's this thing called YouTube. And all you gotta do is search the phrase living single because that's what we're all doing that's what we're all doing right now right and you will and this 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 will make your day this is this is gonna be it's the theme song for the show also the theme song for the week all right queen latifah play us out
Until next week. Solo, a one-person podcast.